0: sweet Christmas, Bruh. All of a sudden, Boy, inside these minds. What's poppin', everybody? It's your boy Dota and welcome to episode ten of Inside These Minds. And the guest I have out for this episode, he's a really humble guy. He. He's pretty much killer on the the saxophone vibes, and of course he has a pretty cool band called CUB, B three four, cu three four. Sorry about that. <laughs> like it's okay. But, but overall, like this guy is like really. Overall, this guy's like absolutely humble to like be with. And ladies and gentlemen, we got Angelo Leo. Thank
1: you so much, david
0: Um, just so, just. So I can like let the audience know like what can you tell the audience about yourself?
1: Uh, I'm a saxophonist at Carlton. Uh, I'm going to the fourth year, and uh, I've been playing saxophone for like five years. Oof, <laughs> oof, vibes. But like, and, uh, yeah. And so, like, oh, sorry. oh sorry about that. Like, I was just gonna say like, and I and I run two two three bands and an audible. Seriously? Yeah. Uh, what was the second one? uh second one I started three weeks ago, and we already got a gig, and we got another one jeez yeah. it's called the seventy two malibu okay yeah
0: so like so the um, the band um they've mentioned your first band that you just mentioned um mm-hmm. what how did that come about like what was like uh did you end up uh forming it with a couple friends or classmates or what
1: yeah, so it was kind of like uh, well, the piano player in, our, in my group, uh, Anthony a uh, crazy player by the way. Yeah. Uh, he uh, him him and I met maybe when I was in grade eleven. Same with him uh, uh, at a jazz camp. Okay. And then we didn't keep in touch for a little bit. Then we saw each other first year, and uh, yeah, we uh, we we started playing together a little bit, but then. The drummer, Jenny Seaborn, uh, she, she, her, me, and Anthony, we started, like, constantly being around each other, like, a lot, because, like, everyone used us for their, like, for their juries I was talking about, like, with, uh, juries are just, uh, recitals, uh, for, like, final testings. Not to get confused with, like, actual jury duty at the court, so. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, anyways, we would always play those, and, uh. We were just like, you know, we play so often together that we were like, you know what? May as well start something. So we started something just out of the blue. We uh, we made like five tunes in like a day. Yeah. And then we just started, keep we kept going with it. And uh, we played at the EY Center uh, oh, for geez. like a charity event. Yeah, it was cool. Was this like uh, recently or? Uh, uh, that was uh, actually in September. Of, of like this past year? Uh, like 2018, yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. And then um, because of that, we got uh residency at the rainbow bistro okay uh for a little bit well still we still have it anyways um we also play bar robo we play i don't even remember (laughs) we play around town pretty often we have like two or three gigs a month yeah yeah just just from that band uh not including the other bands okay and uh yeah um we also, uh, we're also playing a chamber fest now.
0: Oh, jeez! Yeah. That's going to be cool. And yeah. also like, what does, um, your brand stand for
1: exactly? So see you three before, uh, it's just an abbreviation for like, I've seen you three before. Okay. It's a really, it's really bad, but <laughs> at least it's something so that people don't get confused about it. That is true. But, I mean, like, sometimes people, like, go, like, QB4 or something. And yeah. And they're, like, uh.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. So, like, when when you, like, perform with a CU CU3B4, mm-hmm. um, what kind of genre are you uh, going for exactly?
1: Well, we tend to go towards more of, like, a, a jazz kind of funk. Yeah. But we also play, like, more, like, comp- complex jazz as yeah. well as complex funk. Uh, we'll also play, like, R&B, solo kind of stuff. Yep. Uh, I don't know. You might not, not know the song, but uh, do you know Drive Slow by Kanye West? Uh, Somewhat in a way. Yeah, yeah, with the saxophone there? Yeah, I think so. So that saxophone, there was a song. It was called Wildflower. Yeah. We actually play that song a lot, and then we switch it into, like, kind of like a hip-hop kind of feel. So you
0: pretty much, like, sampled that song alone to some of the music you've uh, played in your songs,
1: yeah. So yeah, that's exactly what we do, and then we kind of like use modern influences, yeah, like hip hop, uh, soul, R and B, kind of put that into what we already do, yeah. And uh, yeah, we just kind of do stuff on the fly, or we just have a cycle kind of thing. All right, so um, so so pretty much like
0: with um, being in a band, were there like any of the ups and downs with? Having to find like that certain sound that you're looking for to the point where it's somewhat fighting over or were are like trying to figure out how you want to play it out uh during either a gig or during practice well what is it what are the ups and downs for it like uh what do you mean like um have you was there like any conflict with um were there were there like the good any like good vibes to like being in the band and as well as like some sort of conflicts like whether from uh, like practices like gigs Mm -hmm. or like something wrong with like the certain instruments uh.
1: okay well like uh, for good vibes I mean we got like we got the thing is we don't really get a lot of bad vibes uh, collectively because we're all like we all click really well yeah that's just kind of why we started because like we realize how well we click together, so we all understand each other pretty, pretty well. Yeah. Uh I think the one thing we had like at first was like the managing in a sense of like getting booking gigs and et cetera. Yeah. And finances and everything. All right. But um I read up on it as well as uh Jenny did and uh and Anthony as well and we all collectively like do our part. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so now we're kind of, like, going in a flow. So, like, I'm kind of happy that's going. Um, More of
0: like going with the flow
1: kind of uh, feel. Well, in a sense of, like, not going with the flow, but, like, because we have this consistent flow of just collectively working together well, we've been able to just kind of, like, grow that instead of, like, try and separate it. Yeah. So, yeah, it it was definitely an investment at first because, like, I mean you got to think we're all in school right? Yeah. Uh, Anthony's got his own gig. same with Jenny and same with myself. Right? Yeah. Like I'm collabing with people all the time. Like yeah. I'm actually going to be a part of this girl, uh, her name's Anna Cardot. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you know her. Anyways, um she uh, she <laughs> she literally asked me like yesterday, Yo, yeah. you know, you want to collab on a song with me. I'm like, okay. So uh, yeah, so uh that's coming out soon anyways. Oof. But oh, anyways. that plug, though. <laughs> <laughs> June 15th. Anyways. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm playing, I'm playing. But, uh, but no, seriously. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> long story short, uh, we all have our own things going, but we're able to collectively work on stuff together while having all this stuff. All right. And uh, we're all really good friends. Like, we're all pretty, pretty good friends. Speaking of, like, collaboration,
0: um, mm. have you ever thought of, like, working with other ottawa artists um yeah. for example like um like in my program we have uh, i have a classmate in mine uh, his name is nick ager who goes who's has a stage name called dangerous as well as um like dre um is he a
1: rapper
0: he's like a rapper okay like he's kind of like alternative uh hip-hop stuff oh, like that. Cool. as well as like have you ever thought of like collaborating with any of like the ottawa artists um in the surrounding area like as well as like rima clara and uh vi
1: well i uh i don't know if you know him his name is uh vibe by mellow or mellow uh he used to have a band in town uh i uh he was a, he's a rapper Yep. he he went back to uh to because that's where he's from he's from the gta okay um crazy good freaking rapper by the way anyways uh, and he's a really good singer too oh, is. But yeah Anyways I used to I used to gig with him All the time I like Industria Air on the Loan. Uh But yeah No Recently I've been like Working with There's uh, this, this is one girl Her name's Marianne uh okay. i'm starting to work with her on a couple of things okay. uh, and uh, actually you know diego huh oh yeah oh he's yeah, my boy man yeah, i just
0: funny thing is i ended up uh interviewing him this past monday oh, really yeah because like i want to at least like broaden my uh, horizon of like who to interview like fair. other than like other than um like ottawa artists like rappers or like singers stuff like that fair, fair. also want to at least um interview like pe- people who mm-hmm. want to at least uh do something in the entertainment business like uh, being a film comp, like a mm-hmm. film composer, yeah. stuff like that. So,
1: well, yeah, being a film composer is also a producer. Yeah. And he, uh, him and I, uh, cause I'm a producer too.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so, uh, what we do is, um, I'll send him beats that I make. Yep. And, uh, he'll, he'll mix them up as much as he, as much as he can. He'll mix them and he'll yeah. master them. And, uh, that's how we collectively work together. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, because of that, I get, Uh, local artists like uh, like I said this girl Marianne uh, this other guy his name's Alvin he's coming up Uh, actually you know what hit me up with those names uh, of those uh, guys because I'm always looking to always collab because like it doesn't matter what uh, because I I don't I don't depict myself in one genre yeah because like I make stuff for like hip hop as well as hey, You just punk. want to expand more than just that one genre, like yeah. you mentioned jazz. So. Well, that's the thing, right? Like I'm also a drummer, right? Yeah. And I used to drum in a punk band. Oh jeez, <laughs> jeez. Yeah. I ended up actually losing half my hearing, but <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but yeah, no, I used to I used to be a drummer in a punk band. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm a saxophone player now. Yeah. But I I do so many genres, it's ridiculous. But uh, yeah, no, yeah, hit me up with those guys, I'll definitely be down. All but uh, right. yeah, no, I'm always completely open to to different options and different collaborations
0: yes all right so um with i
1: managed like
0: every time whenever you like posted something uh, about your gigs um like honestly, and also a couple of the interviews you've uh, done in the past um mm. just by like looking at the videos you've done with your band honestly it was actually like great um Thank you. just just that um what kind of instruments does you and your band use other than like the ones you normally use
1: oh like opposed to like the the saxophone the uh the piano and the drums
0: yeah like um i did remember i saw like an interview where um you had like that uh kind of like that cube uh, yeah
1: yeah the, that, that was a cajon i made yeah
0: it was like um have you ever incorporated that with any of the, like the songs you've made
1: before uh, yeah well i i incorporate that with a different group but yeah. uh I have a, a conga that I'll mm-hmm. usually bring to gigs. That uh, is part of the school, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but, uh, no, I always ask. I I never I never just take it, but um, but yeah. Anyways, I always incorporate like playing conga at the same time as playing a saxophone. Yeah, with the drummer, Jeez. or like I'll just play the the conga while uh while Anthony's going out and doing his thing on the piano. Um, but yeah, no, we always we always incorporate like weird things into our kind of realm. Just like experiment, like even Jenny, like she was, she worked with a bagpiper at one point. Oh jeez! And we were thinking of bringing something in like that, but like not like a bagpiper, yeah. That wouldn't work, yeah. But, but yeah, no, Uh yeah. We we've done a conga, I think at one point. I think Anthony was going to bring a bass. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like bass just like it just vibes on its own. Yeah, I man, bass on its own is so hard to do, but. Yeah. If you do it well it's so good it's so it's such a nice sound
0: yeah like i know the feeling as uh i myself did play a bass guitar um and sure. in, in my in grade 11 as i ended up doing a grade 10 music class yeah. like one of the just a bass the basic is like one of my favorite uh, instruments to like use yeah. as i did play with the piano a bit of like the triangle and then also as well as the drums sure. but like of course like it would be weird just having the bass guitar playing on its own without any like um instruments incorporating with it.
1: Well, you know what? I actually I learned a lot from bass players in general. Like uh for this one guy his name is Victor Wooten. He's able to play on his own and it's ridiculous. Same with uh I forget his name. Why am I forgetting his name? Uh he's part of Wolfpack. Uh Joe, I hope it's Joe Dart. I'm going to be so mad if it isn't. Um anyways, um yeah, he uh they they they're able to incorporate Basically, they're able to fill the void just playing a bass. Yeah. And that's what I love to do. Especially, basically what I'm trying to get at is when I when I listen to them, I'm listening to how they do it. Because yeah. I used to play barry sax. I used to play the bigger oh, saxophone. Wow. So the one that was in the bass section kind of thing, yeah. right? And uh, I learned a lot from it. And that's how I play now kind of thing. Like, I play more of like a boom. Because yeah. da, 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 da. Uh, I kind of like when something kind of gives a cool rhythm yeah and so anybody can just grab onto it so I try to incorporate that as much as I can into my solos like actually if you see my next post (laughs) I actually I actually literally was doing this crazy run and then I ended up doing my own thing
0: is it on the gram
1: yeah man it's on the gram
0: oh my hat's like sitting up like right now then (laughs) like holy yeah okay Uh, okay Oh, found it. Yeah, I might take a look
1: at it like like after. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, it's like basically I do this crazy run and then I was like... Kind of thing. And then anyways, long story short, I learn a lot from bass players because bass players are the main kind of groove. Yeah. If you can't groove then
0: nobody's really good. Yeah, listen. like, so, just that when it comes to, like, bass, uh, bass players and bass guitars as, in songs, mm. like, without the bass, or, like, depending on, like, what song it is, like, then there's no point in the song being all groovy in a way without that one key uh, thing that's missing, like, the bass guitar, whether it's, like, um, well-known popular, like, rap songs, pop, or even, like, jazz songs, like, all-known as it is, it's, like... It's that key instrument that peop that a song is like missing because without it, then you don't know if it's gonna sound good, mm. gonna sound bad or mm. like in the in that gray area alone as it is,
1: well, yeah, if you think about it, like especially in funk and jazz like yeah. like that's what the bass does, right, yeah, and if even if you didn't have a drum set like anybody drumming. You would still know where one and two is, or one and three. Yeah. Right? Or two and four. One, two, three, four, one, 1, do do do, 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 do. Right? Yeah. Same with same with same with uh, same with funk. Boom. do kind of thing, right? Yeah. So you're able to understand where one one, two, three, four is, right? Yeah. Well, assuming that it's in four, four. But anyways. You're able to understand just by the bass. So if you don't got bass, it's really hard to keep it up. But what we do with our band uh, is Anthony he has two left, two left, two 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 brains yeah. like just independently for each hand because yeah. he's able to play the bass line, play chords, and play kind of the melody with me. Jeez, it's ridiculous. Man. He's 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 a freaking god at the front. <laughs> man. I don't even know how he does it. It's ridiculous. But yeah, yeah, and then. To fill the void for him yeah. when he plays, I'll play the conga. So it's still, even though there's nothing rhythmically in a sense of like actual notes playing,
0: Yeah,
1: there'll be kind of like a void of patterns and rhythm. So like you kind of like still groove with it, even if he's not doing anything on the bottom. Yeah. So you just got to understand how to fill the void with as little as you have. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, so we made it so that these made it to, like, at this point of the show where I do the segment called Production Junction. So, pretty much th- it's the segments where I would play snippets of, like, one known like, songs, mm. whether it's, like, either from, like, uh, somewhere, somewhere as small as, like, Ottawa or mm. well-known, like, songs, whether it's from, like, movies or from mm. well-known... Uh, like music artist but since this is like the first time i've had the, a guest that involves like kind of like jazz mm-hmm. um i parents like picked up like four songs that are in the genre of like space jazz Fair. especially mm-hmm. because um i picked up from this uh, well-known anime called cowboy bebop it's like <sighs> that it's just that um i mean just the soundtrack on its own sounds r- absolutely amazing and nah, it's ridiculous and just that I end up uh, choosing three of the songs from the Seatbelts and one from Mayu Mane and let's just say it was like absolute vibes and the first one sure. I, uh is uh, Rush by the Seatbelts mm-hmm. Yeah, so like pretty much like what are your thoughts? Uh, like what are the good or the bad or something you might want to add into like the
1: for a rush? Uh, like what what do I think about it? Yeah, like
0: um, more like just give out your thoughts on like what do you like, what you don't like about the uh the song? Uh, what are some of the things you might like change up if you were making this uh track?
1: Well, I really like the the breakdown at the beginning. That was ridiculous, and then how the how the horns came in. It was it was it it Almost sounded like you understood everything they were saying because it was yeah. so clear, but also like they left a lot of space in the melody. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, what might have been cool is that they might have added more, in a sense, of at least for that part and that aspect of it. Yeah, they might have added a little bit more uh, brighter chords up top, yeah, just to kind of like fill the void a little bit, yeah. But uh, for the most part, yeah, no, that was crazy. I was just listening to it, I'm like, I love the bass. Like, dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. And I was like, "Oh okay, that's cool because like it was incorporating different types and aspects of jazz that's yeah. really cool
0: And the second song that I'm going to play is uh, the theme song that pretty much started off uh, Tank, of course, by again by the seatbelts
1: mm. oh. That's cool. I love the the syncopation they use, the uh you know what I mean by syncopation. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I love the syncopation they use in uh in the melody as well as I love what everybody's doing in the back. That was crazy. I was like yeah. I was hearing Yeah and every it just it blended really well together. Right? Yeah, like white lights just out of that
0: this like, so... this theme song alone. Is one of the things I actually do like Bob to, Like every now and then, whenever I hear the theme song, as like the the bass, the um the drums, the sax, they yeah. blended so well together. Yeah. It's like if you change one thing, it's not gonna be okay. But like just leave it as it is. It's just sounds phenomenal on its, its own. It's catchy. Is. It's super simple, and it's just really nice to listen to. Yeah, especially since um it like this show alone is like iconic on its own it became like a cult classic like doesn't matter if for like maybe 10 or like 85 <laughs> you would still at least remember like watching that show on its own especially with that iconic theme song on its own as it is like just, That's just it's great yeah. so of course again uh, from the seatbelts uh, this song is called Space Lion mm-hmm. it was used in one of the episodes which is like pretty sad but yet like kind of like yet makes it happen in a way but I just want to play it.
1: That was super trippy, but it was really cool. I liked, I liked what the sequencer was doing. As well as the uh, the synth. Well, same thing. But I liked what the synth was doing. That was really cool. Um it kinda sounded like the No offense. I mean I know it's free jazz, but like I know uh I, I I don't know, the saxophone was kinda weird. Um it sounded like he just kinda like was overblowing purposely. Yeah. And then like just hearing hitting weird stuff. Which ended up sounding cool with the with the with the pedals he put on, but I don't know. I feel like I would have put, like, a little bit more of an actual, like, effort to put a, like, an actual strict melody. Yeah. But then again, you don't, I don't know what the actual scene was, so.
0: this just that, um, it was, it was the episode where, um, like, Spike Spiegel was, like, trying to find, uh, Faye, and he ended up, it just that Spike, and, like, someone like the crew ended up finding this, uh, dude who has, like, the body of, a of a woman because of like full on oh, like be- yeah, okay, because okay, of like yeah, the yeah. whole like uh drugs he was forced to like swallow mm-hmm. but like though i mean what i liked about this song is what i liked about this track alone is the fact that it's like a send-off of, since he like passed away from like yeah. the internal uh, injuries like it was like this is the kind of song where it's like a funeral kind of kind of like the song you hear like either like a funeral or like some sort of Wedding as it's like a perfect send off as you're going through like the next life, like which is like which I actually liked about the song along alone as is was a part of like my playlist as it's like because it's like kind of like one of those like summertime like feels to it, like either it's like at the end of the summer or just you're about to like move on to like the next part of like uh your life, whether it's like accomplishments or. Like, if something sad happened, like, like I said, in that episode, it's, like, uh, death, so it's, like, a perfect send-off to, like, some place where you knew either almost your entire life or, like, played a significant part of, like, your life.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it felt super, like, other-dimensional kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. And, you know what, now understanding and understanding the whole scene, yeah, that does make complete sense why the saxophone was kind of kind of going about it that way. Yeah, uh, Yeah, no, I actually really liked it. It was super, like, it was mesmerizing. Yeah. As weird as that sounds. But, it but was at the like, same time, it
0: was like it felt a little sad in a way. Yeah,
1: a little bit. It had a little bit of a darkness to it. Yeah. But it also had, like, almost like a, a lifting up. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. felt like
0: you've actually accomplished something in life before mm. you end up sacrificing yourself to do the better good in a way.
1: Yeah, I fully agree.
0: So the last song the last song is more of, like, an instrumental. Okay. Um, so the song is um, The Real Folk Blues by... Mei Yamane, and as far as like the lyrics are in Japanese, so like try to at least um, play the instrumental version of it, so let's uh, hear the final one.
1: Sure. That
0: was cool. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on that one?
1: I love the overdrive on the guitar. That was cool. Yeah, the horn. The horns were. I feel like everything was super ba- balanced. I feel like the horns could have came out a little bit more. Yeah. But it was super. It, for the most part, it was really well balanced, and everything sounded kind of like fused together. And it, it. I don't know how to explain it other than like. You know when something like works really well, you know how you were talking about the the second song, or, yeah, yeah. I'm tank, yeah yeah, how it was like if you like took something out, it wouldn't sound the same, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I'm feeling from this, like even though if you took something out, it would still be okay, yeah, but just still feel a little weird in a way it feel it'd feel weird if you heard this and then had to take something out and then yeah. play it again, so like yeah, how they did it, that was cool, yeah, like
0: for me, it's like it's just um. I feel like it's just um, like this is the kind of song that you would hear if you know you're about to like either about to like move on from something or at least uh, entering like some sort of danger zone but not in like in in a danger zone in a way but it's more of the fact that you know it's like the decision you make um, is going to like change the outcome of uh, how it's going to play out in in that kind of field or factor so like this song alone is, like, kind of like one of those uh, songs where you end up having to at least think about what you're going to do
1: yeah.
0: or, and then do it. Or, like, you just blindly decide to, like, do it without knowing that you may or may not come back from that sort of field to it.
1: Yeah, that's pretty fair. I was also looking at it as almost like a, because it almost gave me, like, this push to go yeah. forward and yeah. stuff. So it, it almost felt like a driving music kind of thing. Not like a physical driving, yeah. but like driving mentally. Like yeah. It's going to push you forward. Like, yeah, you can do this. I got this kind of thing. Like, yeah. boom, 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 it's like, yeah, I can do this. Kind oh, yeah. of thing. It, seem, it seems very motivating.
0: Yeah, this was um, a pretty good way to at least listen to whether it's like, it's all about decision making in a way, mm-hmm. knowing it's like, is it, is it the right thing to do? Is it not? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All right, so when it comes to, so, you've mentioned um, earlier that you did, like, gigs like Bar Robo, mm-hmm. uh, the Rainbow Bistro, like, all the... Have you ever, like, thought of, like... Have you done, like, gigs at the Café de Cuff, or...? Mm, once, but not once. with the band. No. So, like, is just that, um... What was it like... How would you manage to, like, get the gigs uh, to, like, these places? How do I like, get gigs? Like, is just that, like... Um, uh, does anyone in the band um end up like contacting like the per the person who owns the establishments like do the gigs or mm-hmm. do they like contact uh selling you notes know do those gigs
1: okay um so for my group, I independently book gigs yeah uh for the most part uh there's sometimes where like I'm too busy so I'll have to hand them off to other members of the band yeah, but uh for the most part like uh right when we were starting out um I uh I literally went from like do you know House of Targ? Yeah. Like Bank and Sunnyside. Yeah. I walked from there to Spark Street. Yeah. Oh jeez. Just handing out resumes for a uh, for our group. Any any place I could find just to get a gig. gate. Yeah. And uh at in the beginning it's always like that, like you have to you have to grind I did that twice. Jeez. I went from Sunnyside and Bank to Spark Street, then Spark Street to Byrd Market. Yeah. I did that twice. Jeez. That trek. Yes. And uh yeah, I know. Um, you have to grind it first. Yeah, it's. I'm still on the grind, but for the very first part, you're gonna have to grind super, super hard, or else you're not really gonna get anything out of it. Yeah. Um. Eventually, like, yeah, we we got asked to be uh, a part of like, we we got asked to be a part of the Chamberfest thing. Yeah. And then uh, we were like, okay, so we submitted a, a kind of like a, kind of like a. Uh, Almost like a resume to them. Yeah. Then they were like, "Okay, cool. We want to hear you guys play." And then we played, and then we we won this uh, pints challenge thing. And then wow, yeah. Now we're gonna play Chamberfest.
0: So like, um, just I don't know if it was if uh, you ever thought about this, union group members. Mm -hmm. Have you ever ever thought of um,
1: performing at Bluesfest? Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely on the grind for it. Uh, I'm trying to get into because. Because we got this Chamberfest gig, yeah. Hoping it all goes well, yeah. Because they're really nice at Chamberfest. They're super, super humble and they're super nice. they they were they were super accommodating. Like uh, at one point, because we they uh, they actually made the trek to Carlton because we yeah. couldn't make it to Ottawa U because they wanted us to bring a drum set, yeah. And we couldn't because uh, we were kind of all stuck in like not having a car or yeah. like one of us had a car but she she couldn't move it right, yeah. So, uh, what they did was they were super accommodating and they came straight to us. Uh, yeah. And, uh, sorry, what was the question? It
0: was like, have you ever thought of like, um, have any plans on performing at blues fest?
1: Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. So yeah. No, um, hopefully, hoping it all goes well. Uh, with Chamberfest, we're wanting to use that to lead into Ch- Bluesfest, into Jazzfest, into other festivals in Montreal and yeah. Toronto. So, Chamberfest is going to be the stepping stone for us to get to go to Bluesfest. Hopefully. And
0: when you just that you mentioned that you, your genre was like more of like the whole jazz, hip hop sort of kind of feel. Um, have you ever thought of like incorporating? like other instruments from like different countries around the world whether it's like the uh, drums from like Africa or like some sort of like at least like string guitarists from like like Japan, China or it's like maybe like somewhere in like South America depending on like what kind of instruments like have you ever thought about actually incorporating those kinds of instruments from different countries?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm glad you said that actually. Uh, Yeah, for uh, my producing uh, uh, for my producing part of my musicianship yeah. I uh I actually use this thing uh, um it's called an Uru drum, it's from Africa. Yeah. I don't know specifically what country, sorry. But anyways, I use that in a lot of my songs. Yeah. As well as a uh as well as a, a Chinese traditional instrument called the Pipa. Yeah. Sometimes I'll use this uh, other instrument called a zhong rung. A run, sorry. Or an urun. Uh it's kinda like a four string. Guitar-like instrument that's usually like the supporting. It's like a bass kind of thing. Um, But yeah, yeah, I'll use basically anything. Sometimes I even use harps in my songs. Oh yeah, I I use I I played a clarinet quartet with a bassoon. Wow. Yeah, for one of my one of my pieces. Like I I am one of the most I would say one of the most experimental musicians I know in my department for the most part. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. Actually pretty
0: cool. Though it's like never. Yeah. That's some because like I'm used to like at least hearing some of the so- like instruments stuff from like my own songs from like North America, mm-hmm. but um, less of like some of the songs in North America of it that use like di- instruments from different countries in a way as it's like it's like it's something you never hear before in your life until mm-hmm. you actually like listen to it like firsthand experience, yeah. Yeah. which is like pretty cool and blessed for, like, musicians to, like, actually do that. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. having to, like, at least step out, of their, step out of their comfort zone and go to, like, those countries and actually, like, do something. Yeah. We never expected it would happen, like, for example, with French Montana and Swae Lee with Unfre- Unforgettable, where yeah. we actually went to, like, Uganda. Or, like, yeah, we did yeah. the music videos, like, holy, man.
1: Yeah, same with the, with the Black Panther theme song. Yeah. Uh, the, the guy who, he I forget his name, but he's, uh, he, he actually worked on the song with uh, Charles Gambino, the... Um, the is that Kendrick? Uh no no Steve Um no he uh the the person who made the song the main theme for Black Panther. Um I forget his name. Oh um, I think he's a Swedish guy. But, oh, oh uh, wait, I think I know who you're talking about. Like just like Yeah, it's the same guy that worked on uh what's it called? Uh, the the album Awaken My Love. He actually worked on Redbone with Childish Gambino. Uh, same guy. He he trekked it to Africa. Okay. Uh and recorded a bunch just from like a like one of those handheld recorders. Yeah, recorded a bunch of uh, traditional instruments f- from Africa and th- in various countries. And uh, he used those and incorporated them in the actual soundtrack.
0: Yeah, the thing I know, I think you, I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, music. Um, it's um, okay, Kendrick. No. So you got Baba Maul. Oh, um, it's uh, L- Ludwig Göransson.
1: Yeah, 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 he, him, yeah, yeah. He's 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 phenomenal. He's he's able to use so many different like. He he goes everywhere with music. Like even when he was doing Redbone, yeah, he used Jimmy one of Jimi Hendrix's old. Uh, I don't know if it was even his guitar or a pedal that he used or both. I don't know. Anyways, like, Redbone's so,
0: like a good song, though.
1: Yeah, and he even did that with, like I was saying, with uh, Black Panther main theme. He, uh, he went to, he, I don't even know where he went, but long story short, he went to various countries in Africa, and he, yeah. he was recording flutes, he was recording different talking drums and stuff, and et cetera, yeah. and yeah, when I saw that, I was like, that's so cool, Yeah, and I kind of, like, I felt a kind of similar vibe that I do, because, like, I even went to Beijing, to actually learn uh, some of the instruments you've mentioned before. Or? Yeah, well, uh, well not, not the pipa or the run. I yeah. tried to learn it, but I, I knew, I knew my, I know, I know myself well enough that I wasn't gonna be able to play properly. Yeah. And I didn't want to respect because, like, that's another thing. When you're using various instruments from different countries, you, you want to respect it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's not. It's. It's not like I'm gonna go in there with a friggin', uh, with, with a pipa and then like. Completely disrespected That's It's so bad to yeah. do It's so disrespectful Yeah
0: especially as if you're like Visiting like a person's home mm-hmm. That's like Especially it's like The um, How it's like The first time you've uh, Actually It's like It's pretty much like the first time you are like Gone to like eat That person's home Like country That you gotta show respect first once mm-hmm. to, Before you Get to know that place uh, A lot more better So
1: Yeah absolutely And uh, Yeah Since I was going into that With that mindset I was like okay, what am I gonna play? What's gonna be cool? And and uh, I found out that they have a certain type of drum there. Yeah. I was like, that's so cool. Uh, basically, it's made out of cow skin instead of. Uh, well, we use mo- mostly synthetics, but they're also yeah. like different types of skins. Anyways, like like I know most- that most drums are like just like straight up cow skin in a way. Well, the ones there are like super thick because when you yeah. use cow skin, it's super thick. Oh yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't bounce back the stick. Yeah. Usually when you're playing drums. Uh, with sticks, um, It'll like what happens? Back. Is, well, yeah, it reverbs back, yeah. so you're able to actually like get into a rhythm with it. As with like, it's just you hit it, it doesn't come back up. Yeah, for
0: example, like the one of those like big Japanese drums where it's like mm-hmm. you end up like having to like go full on force. It's like having to like yeah. at least like you guys at least have like strong arms to like actually yeah. like, hit the drums to the point well, where
1: you, you know what? That's what I thought, but like when I the drum teacher when I was there, she. Skin and bones, like she she had no meat on. Her. Yeah. But she was playing singles on the drum faster mm. than anybody I've seen play doubles on a friggin' drum here. But it was all because of how she was using. Like it was. It's weird to say, but it's physics. Yeah. It's really it's really close to that kind of realm because you have to understand how the body operates. And you have to go with that flow in order to actually create momentum.
0: It's all about, like, the good rhythms because, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, good rhythm and, like, muscle memory as it's, like, all right, like, got to, like, do this. Try not to, like, mess it up in a way. So just mm-hmm. as long as, like, I'm doing the nice rhythm that my am like, set and, like, just as long as it incorporates well with, like, the sound, then, like, it's going to sound beautiful. Yeah. It's going to sound great, mm-hmm. blessed, like, you name it.
1: Yeah, and even then I also learned another instrument there. It's uh it's spelled S H E N G. It's a shung. Yeah. I can't pronounce it properly, so I'm sorry if I don't. Sorry if you butchered uh, <laughs> here and there. But uh at least what I was told it's called is a shung. Yeah. Uh basically uh it's like a mouth organ.
0: Yeah.
1: Um kind of like think like a pipe organ made smaller. Yeah then kind of in a circle
0: yeah
1: and you kind of blow it it's kind of like a harmonica it's like an open end harmonica yeah and you can play chords on it it's okay. super cool anyways i ended up playing one of those and uh, i incorporated that in one of the songs that i made when i was there yeah about like a lake that was right beside the the hotel we were staying at uh and then i incorporated my saxophone into it i incorporated uh, a type of uh, flute that they have there and i was incorporating a bunch of things so yeah long story short i go out of my way to incorporate as much uh different uh, and experiment with as many different instruments as i can because honestly if if nobody's gonna do who's gonna do it yeah like i'll do it no, sorry i not i'll just like edit and post <laughs> yeah but uh but anyways um yeah no basically I will experiment with whatever, as long as I can use it in a way that's not going to be disrespectful and still sound really cool. And just before I just
0: before I like uh, end it off, um, mm-hmm. like what like what kind of like software do you use to like put together your like the song like your tracks all together? Like what kind of um, software do you use to put everything together?
1: So depending on the track, so I'll start with GarageBand. Yeah. Actually, oh, the classic, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. know. it's all it's only because my brother has an iPad, and I was like, you yeah. know what, why
0: not? Oh, yeah, so, but just I did remember you uh showed yeah, up yeah. off um when I did my corpus when back I CKCU a yeah, couple years back. Yeah,
1: yeah. I still, it's the same, a same iPad. You still, you still got <laughs> the same iPods, yeah. Oh, <laughs> d- oh man, yeah. So I still use that one, actually. No, you know what. We got a new one. Oh, you got a new one? Yeah, but it's a, it's a better one. Uh, but the thing is, you can't use the headphone jack. Oh. So yeah, but I, I have I Bluetooth speakers, so, cool. But, so um, it's cool. So
0: it's it's the one of those new iPads where you have to use the dongle. Oh man, yeah. I know I know the film because I have like an iPhone eight so.
1: Yeah, but um, but yeah. Anyways, I use I use GarageBand on my um uh, on, on uh, my iPad, and then I'll transfer that over to Diego. Yeah. Uh, and then he'll work the rest of it through Ableton. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. Or sometimes I'll use logic, but like most of the time it's GarageBand Ableton. All right. Well, so we managed to end it off uh, at the end of the show.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, this was like a really good conversation as like this is the first time on like the show where we reached like a little over 40 minutes. It's like it's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like the first time as like, Really. yeah. And um, I would say I think that the second longest was uh, when I interviewed uh, my boy Dre. Uh, it was like a couple months back but I have to like go check but overall it's actually really humble and it's actually been great having to like talk with you about like some of the, like, the stuff yeah. with like your band uh, CU3B4 and as well as like um, gigs, stuff like that is there like any socials you want to like plug uh,
1: while at the time being? Oh sure uh, my uh, my Instagram is at G3LIO and uh, you can find me on Facebook just Angelo Leo. And also is there
0: like any like gigs you want to like um like promote as well?
1: Actually yeah, he's saying that. Uh I have a gig this weekend actually coming up. Uh we're playing at Queen Street Fair at one o'clock. Uh it's uh we're actually opening for a big band. Oh uh, who's the band? Uh it's Bytown Big Band. I'm actually playing with them. Oh vibes man. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're like yeah, our uh, one of our saxophone players, uh she had to go to Guatemala, I think, or something, or she went to the, uh, somewhere in South America, uh, and I was like, okay, cool, I'll take it, it's fine. Uh, but yeah, no, basically, I asked them like, uh, if you could like, I'll do it if you can't find anyone, and then they were like, okay, and then I guess they didn't find anyone, so like, wow, <laughs> they just, they were just like, yeah, just, just take it. I was like, okay. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, by Town Big Band, uh, my band, CU3B4, is opening for them uh, at one o'clock. All right, and Main Street Fair, sorry, at Queen Street Fair, don't forget about that.
0: <laughs> and also, you can like, follow me on my socials, uh, which is you can find me on my Twitter and Snapchat, which is at Naruto Nerd Herd. And if you can follow me on my Instagram, which is at Yoda the Force 29, and just you can like follow me on all those if you want to see like my crazy adventures on uh, my personal on a personal level. But like as far you can as for like the Instagram and uh, and Twitter you can follow inside these minds on both IG and Twitter at inside these minds and for all in lowercase. So make sure to like follow that so I can so you can know what updates I have put up all like on depending on the show and. By the time like this episode is posted up, I would be announcing a very special, uh, um, a special announcements uh, on the future of the show. So mm-hmm. stay tuned for that one, and as always, see you later.